Local Internet Marketing Empire Earn thousands every month doing basic online marketing for small local businesses in your hometown. Chapter 1. Small Businesses Need You If you were a small business owner today, you would be very worried about your bottom line. Although your customers are loyal, they are faced with less discretionary income. Your product is good. Your services are ideal. However, your customer simply cannot make the investment right now. What can you do? Today's small and medium business owner is dealing with this question every day. What can they do to improve their bottom line and to draw in more customers? While it may seem like an easy thing to do by lowering prices and increasing advertising, these methods are no longer working. People are not responding in the same way they did before. Today's small business owner needs new methods of reaching their customer base, expanding it, and literally expounding on their profit margins. You can help them accomplish just that and much more. Now, imagine that you walked into a small business and you had with you a plan. That plan could help the small business to transform the way that they advertise. You could cut their advertising budget if they are using commercials or large-scale advertising, and you could help them to double their profits and customer counts. Most business owners will not believe you until you show them how it is done. However, you have the abilities to accomplish this task. Do you think any small business owner would or could say no to you? How are you going to help them? Whether or not you have any experience right now in Internet marketing, marketing, or even social media, now is the time to take full advantage of this unique opportunity. If you have any interest in actually helping small business and building your own profitable business online, this is exactly what you will do. You will provide social marketing services to the business so that the business can expand its reach more effectively using the Internet. You can do your job from home. You will work with these small businesses to get them on the web. The web has become one of the best locations for small business owners to grow their business. In the last few years, the evidence has shown that people go online to search for products and services rather than picking up the yellow pages or heading into their local market. They want information before they commit to getting in the car. For that reason, it is necessary for these businesses to create an online presence for themselves so that they can reap the rewards of new customers. In short, that is all you need to do to help these companies to experience the type of improvement they want and need to stay operational. But why? Before you jump into marketing for these companies, you need to know the background. Why do companies need these services as compared to what they are doing right now? There are numerous reasons for that. Traditional marketing is not working. Perhaps the biggest reason that small businesses are struggling is because they are no longer able to grab the attention of their customers. Today, people do not sit through commercials on television. They flip the channel until the commercials are over. People do not turn to the newspaper to read ads when they can click on a picture online to learn more and get that information faster. Further, even the yellow pages are more difficult to navigate than a search on Google is. If you were a small business owner 10 years ago, you might have invested in each of these methods and received enough business to turn a profit from the ad. Today, some businesses using these marketing methods do not break even from such investments. The downfall is significant in these terms. Ask yourself, when you need to contact an attorney or you need to find a special part for your bathroom sink, 
Do you contact a company directly locally? Or do you first head to the web to learn more, find someone, or to get pricing information? If you said that you would head online first, then you are doing what many other people do. To make matters worse for the small business owner, the cost of any of these three methods of advertising has risen dramatically in the last few years. An ad in the local newspaper might have run $50 a few years ago, but now business owners are paying hundreds of dollars. In the case of newspapers, the subscription numbers have fallen so much that these companies are raising costs to stay profitable. That hurts the small business owner trying to market in them. A third strike is even worse. As more small businesses struggle, they turn to these methods to increase their customer counts. This means that there is more competition in these advertising venues. This opens up numerous problems. It costs more to use these methods. There is more competition to use them. And people are not using them in the first place, but turning to the web instead. As you can see, small business owners are facing a multitude of problems here. Hence, they have an incredible need for a new marketing format. Economy Unless you have been living under a rock, the economy has taken a real hit lately. People are now struggling with making ends meet. In return, small business owners just do not have the same level of customers as they once did. To make matters worse, most businesses are seeing a drop in the amount people are purchasing, too. There are fewer people coming in to make a purchase. Those that come in buy less. Customers no longer just come in for the sales. They only buy sale-priced items, which does not help the company. Customers are downgrading from top quality and looking for a better price. Customers are willing to take a lesser service and do more of the work themselves for a lower cost. In many ways, this leads to a financial nightmare for a small business. To get people in the door, the company might lower prices through ads. The hope is to get customers to trade up when they arrive in store. Yet, this does not happen. Loss leaders, as they are called, simply do not pay off as they used to do so. Online advertising is the unknown. Small business owners know about these problems and they know that their business is failing. They understand the importance of the Internet and yet it is still the unknown to them. Small business owners are unsure of how to get their business, one that they have built from the ground up, on the web. Service providers, such as attorneys, real estate agents, and plumbers, cannot provide their service over the web. They do not realize or know how to get their business online. Those who operate retail stores believe that selling their products online is too difficult. They do not want to dropship or manage online orders. They do not realize they do not have to. In short, most businesses simply do not know how to take what they have created and to market it on the web. That downfall is where you come in. You can market. You do not need a degree. You do not need an extensive knowledge of Internet marketing. You do not need a large budget. All you need is some time and the ability to learn. Virtually, all you need to do to get your business started is within this book. We will teach you how to find clients and how to convince them to work with you. You will also learn how to do each of the tasks that are necessary to achieve improved profits for the company. This means that you will learn how to create a powerful tool that will allow these small businesses to advertise online. You will learn how to do each of these tasks for each business that you work with. What's more, you do not need just one client. You will be able to work with numerous clients, providing the same type of marketing process to each one. 
In return, your business will grow and flourish while you only invest a minimal amount of time into the process. The process that you learn here is complete. Once you work through this book, you can learn how to generate $1,000 or more per client each month providing these simple services. The business gets the customers, and you get ongoing income. You can do this all right from your home. In the coming chapters, we will teach you what you need to know first to market a business online, and then how to grow your own business with multiple small businesses. You will provide services to these businesses month after month, creating a solid income for yourself while continuously helping the business to increase their customers and their bottom line. Chapter 2. The Service You Provide In the previous chapter, we showed you why it has become so vital for small businesses to have a means of getting online to increase their customers and to improve profits. It may seem like a simple answer for these business owners, but it is not that cut and dry. Most business owners are skeptical or do not have the knowledge necessary to accomplish these goals. They also do not have the time to invest in the process in many instances. In this situation, then, it becomes vitally important for them to find someone who offers the solution they need. However, it is often the case that individuals who can provide such a service need to convince these business owners that this type of service can help them to achieve their long-term goals. The good news is that you will have the skills necessary to do that. So, what is it that you are doing again? What is a local internet marketing empire? Internet marketing is a term often misunderstood. It is not related to any type of pyramid scheme or any type of money-making method. Rather, it is a term used to describe the process of marketing on the web as opposed to marketing through traditional means, newspapers, commercials, etc. Your job will be to help small businesses to create an online presence, which means that you will help the company to get their business on the web. They do not need to sell products or services online. They do not need to have elaborate retail sites. Rather, they just need a website and some marketing tools to get the process underway. You will provide this to them. Let us consider the various ways you will help businesses to get online. Build a website and rank it well. You will not need to manage the actual website building yourself. This is something that the company should invest in a web design company for. You may wish to team up with a professional company to get these services. However, you can also learn to use any of the professional tools available today to help people build websites simply and easily right from the start. In either case, the first thing you will help the small business do is to create a website. Once the website is in place, you will need to help that website to rank well. There are numerous ways to do this, and this book will provide you with the tools to learn it all. The term rank describes the location that the website link will be within the search engines. To better describe this process, each website is ranked by search engines based on how well it fits the specific needs and requirements of a request. Here's what happens. The search engines come to the website and look for important words on that website. These words are called keywords. The search engine creates a file to access later, storing information about the website, including which keywords are on the website. When someone comes to a search engine and types in those keywords, the search engine scrolls through its file, pulls any website that contains those keywords, and lists them on a page called the search engine results page. 
What is important to note here is that the closer a website is to the top of that list of results, the more people will click on the link and visit the website. Your job, then, will be to help business owners to get on those search pages. How do you accomplish this? As mentioned, numerous things can help a website to rank well. Having the right keywords is one of them. Others include having links pointing into the website from quality sites outside the website when your website's link is on other websites. In other words, when your website's link is on other websites. Having a blog or other method for adding fresh content to the website on a regular basis. Social media and other tools that increase the traffic to the website, which in turn increases the overall importance of the website. Each of these methods is described within this book in detail. To get started, let's consider the types of keywords these businesses need to focus on to rank well. The Art of Keywords Keywords are a critical aspect of any type of online strategy. They should be the foundation of your website's design and overall structure. In fact, if you build a website without thinking about keywords first, you could be making a mistake. There are two things to remember about keywords. One, you need to include important keywords within the pages of your website, the meta tags, titles, and in virtually every area you create. Two, you can purchase keyword results through programs like Google AdWords. However, you do not need to do this to rank well. The types of keywords you use is critical. If your client is an attorney, for example, using the word attorney on the website is important. The problem is that there is a great deal of competition for this very basic keyword. That means that your client's website needs to compete with thousands of other websites, many of which are larger, more important, and have long-term presence online. It does not work. You may instead think about adding words that are more descriptive, such as specializing in the field. Your attorney's site may have keywords such as bankruptcy attorney or divorce attorney. These may describe the attorney's business focus. However, these keywords also have a great deal of competition, though there is some improvement overall. In this last situation, you are competing with a nation or even worldwide websites. That holds you back. There is too much competition for these keywords. So, what can you do? You use local keywords instead. Rather than focus on attracting clients from around the world, which your client is not likely to want or need, you need to focus on local markets. Rather than using keywords such as bankruptcy attorney, you might use keywords such as Cleveland, Ohio bankruptcy attorney. You may want to focus on Little Rock divorce attorneys. These offer a local focus. The key to remember is that you need to use the city's name, the state's name, and to include keywords for the larger cities in the area, too. To find out which keywords you should be using overall, take advantage of some of the online websites offering keyword searches. These are free to use. One site to use as an example is wordtracker.com. You can also use Google's AdWords keyword tools to help you. Visit one of these websites, type in the city and the term that you are focusing on, such as a one- or two-word description of the company. This will produce a list of words that people have recently punched into the search engines to find websites like your own. These are the words you will want to use within the website. Now that you know which keywords to focus on, there are some rules to using them. The following rules will help the website to rank well while still being a user-friendly site. 
In other words, the website will perform as it is supposed to in order to deliver the quality information to readers while also attracting readers to the website. 1. Do not overuse keywords. It is most important for the website to sound right. If it sounds like you added a lot of words in it just to rank well, customers will be turned off. 2. Focus on a keyword density, which is the number of keywords present in the document divided by the number of words on the page that is less than 2%. 3. Use keywords in each page description, in meta tags, headlines, and in page titles. 4. Each page can focus on different keywords. Later, when you are creating blog posts, focus each post on the topics that you want that page to work for. Multiple pages can be created then with various keyword focuses, which in turn alerts the search engines to the site for each keyword. 5. Focus on using the keyword for the page in the first sentence of the page or article, especially within the first 90 characters. 6. Use the keyword within subheadings and in the title of that page. 7. Use a keyword in the last sentence of the page, too. You can focus each page on more than one keyword, choosing one to be the primary keyword, which is in the title, first sentence, and last sentence, and secondary keywords sprinkled throughout the text. Nevertheless, keep that density low. The bottom line to remember about keywords is that you can go to great lengths to target specific keywords within the website you are creating, but if the customer is turned off by it, chances are good you will lose them anyway. Since you are working on a local market, remember to focus on local terms, those with the city and state or variations of that within the keyword usage. Just imagine, if I was looking for this service online, which words would I type into a search engine? That is where you need to start. Over time, you can expand the keywords you use and focus more on each one that is working for you. For now, remember that in each post you write, each article you craft, and each description you write for the website, use local keyword terms you have researched. <laughs> Chapter 3. The Importance of a Blog In order to build a web presence on the web for the businesses you work with, you will need to utilize a blog. A blog is nothing more than a website where content is easily added to a website. As part of the website design, ensure that a blog is used. There are several reasons to do this. 1. The search engines love blogs because they have constant new content being added to them. This is one of the most important factors for improving search engine ranking. A website that is old may not have fresh information to meet readers' needs. 2. Blogs make it easy to interact with those who visit the website. You can talk to others and they can talk to you. For example, perhaps you create a blog post about an upcoming sale at the company. A potential customer may visit the site and inquire about the sales run dates. This allows you or the company official to interact with the potential user, easily grabbing that user's business. 3. Blogs are also one of the best tools for Internet marketing because they are so easy to use. You do not have to have HTML experience or other types of website experience to use them. You can easily learn how to use a blog in a matter of minutes and be creating effective blog posts. Your job will be to create those blog posts. A blog post is simply a short article or a few paragraphs. It incorporates information and useful knowledge, 
but does more than serve as a backdrop for those who are using the site. In short, it works to both benefit customers who visit the website and search engines to pump more traffic to the website. In this chapter, we will first describe the ways in which visitors will use a blog, and we will provide you with tips and instructions on how to add this service to your master list of services that you provide to companies who decide to work with you. How will a blog be used? Before you can start creating a blog, it is important to consider the many ways that readers of that blog will use it. This is important because the blog should serve an important purpose for the company. It needs to add to the value of the company so that customers can benefit from it and not just the company's marketing process. There are several key ways that a blog can work for a business in terms of customers. As you create the articles or blog posts for the blog, you will want to keep these things in mind. By providing key information like this to the reader, you ensure that the reader has a reason to read the blog, which is its main purpose. 1. Company Information As mentioned earlier, the most common ways people learn about companies or products is to do so on the web. While a company website can provide this information, a blog should too. Specifically, the company's name, location, and what the company provides or offers should be included here. You want to be sure that the customer understands what the company can offer to them. 2. Directions As simple as it may sound, people often go to the web to look for businesses that are local to them that can provide them with the service they need. Your blog should include directions from major cities and thoroughfares to ensure that people have a good idea just how easily located the business is to them. 3. Product Info What does the company offer specifically? A plumber needs to list the services offered by the company. An attorney should list the types of cases the company covers. The reason for this is simple. If there is a sewer problem for a homeowner, he may not know if a plumber takes care of this service. He does not want to call to ask. He wants to see it in writing, on the website itself. Detail the types of services the company provides. 4. Give tips an attorney might not want to provide step-by-step -step processes for how to file a legal case since this would negate the need to contact the attorney. However, the attorney should provide some instructions on what can be helped. For example, a person may need help with a neighbor. Can he file a claim against his neighbor for damage done by a neighbor's dog? By providing specific examples like this, it helps to show that the company is valuable and is providing a professional service. It helps to earn the respect of the customer. 5. Service Data The company's blog should provide information about services, such as when service is provided, the range of service calls, and similar information. It is important to offer as much information about the company's service as possible to ensure that the customer is able to answer the question, Can this company help me? 6. Purchases in some situations, the company's blog or website can and should sell products. A local auto parts store can expand their reach considerably by offering auto parts on the web. The decision to offer such services on the web is up to the company. It does require a different type of website, called an e-commerce site, which will allow the company to list products on the site and for individuals to add items to a shopping cart to buy them. It also allows the company to accept credit card payments. Any other data that is important for the customer to know about should be presented on the blog in some way. 
However, it is also important for the person who does the blogging, which may be you, to offer information in a conversational style. Rather than a formal website, a blog should be informal, a place where the reader is able to easily communicate with the company or learn from it. How to write the blog Now that you know what information should be on the blog and how it will be used by the reader, the next step is to get an understanding of how to create each of the blog posts. A blog post is nothing more than an article of about 300 words long. It should be set up with a title followed by several paragraphs. You can use various types of blog platforms to structure the blog, such as WordPress or Blogger. These make the process of creating a blog post very easy. All you need to do is type out the content you would like to create, copy, paste it into the platform, and then add a title to it. However, while this process is easy, you should do several things within each of the blog posts you write for the company's internet marketing strategy's success and for the reader's benefit. 1. Create content-rich blog posts. In other words, ensure that every word counts and provides something valuable to the reader. The reader should learn something from each blog post. 2. Be conversational. Ask opinions. Start conversations with those who visit. Ask questions such as, what do you do and what do you think, rather than yes and no questions. This way, people come back to the site to interact with others more frequently. 3. Do use keywords in the blog posts. The first place to use them is in the title. Use them in the description of the article as well as within the blog posts itself. 4. Focus on long-tail keywords. This type of keyword is made up of more than three words. There is far less competition on the web for long-tail keywords than there are for shorter. Also, keep in mind that you should be using keywords with a local focus. This is what will get people to the blog. 5. Ensure that you use the blog to communicate against a full range of keywords. This is the ideal place to use one or two keywords for each blog post so that you can target a larger variety of keywords. Your keyword research will lead you to the terms you should be using. 5. Ensure that every blog post you create is positive and upbeat. It should be informational, but can be newsworthy. Here are some topics to help you to get started. Talk about individual products or services that the company offers. Focus on topics in the news that somehow relate to the company or the company's services. Talk about the company's history and its foundation. Update readers about specials and deals as they are announced. Write posts that communicate opinions of the owner, but be careful not to alienate some readers of the blog. Now that you have a good idea of what a blog is and what it can be used for, start writing some blog posts. If you are unsure what to write or how to structure such articles, check out some of the blogs on the web. Chances are good that you will have fun doing this. Most internet marketers will handle this type of blog writing themselves for their clients. Later on, we will talk about how you can hire professionals to handle the writing and posting of blog posts too. However, to get things started, you will need to get a few posts up for your client's blog. Chapter 4. Develop an email list. It takes a lot of work to get people to a blog or to a website. You need to use keywords and give the process some time too. However, you can eventually get your client traffic at his site by simply being consistent. In other words, plan to post to the blog three to five times per week.
Be sure to have your keyword strategy worked out with a focus on local and long-tail keywords. Once you do this, though, people will start coming to your website. The last thing you want to do is not to convert each one of them to a paying customer. However, one statistic that most business owners do not know, and one that can really change the scope of any business, is the fact that it can take several visits to the same website before a customer will buy or contact the company for more information. How do you manage this? One way of doing so is to use an email list. An email list is simply a collection of information you gather from those who visit the website so that you can email them again at some point in the future. In this chapter, we will break down what an email list is, how to create one, and tips for using it. What is an email list? An email list is a collection of names and email addresses, sometimes more information, from those who visit your website. This is not a shady business practice. Rather, you will be asking those who visit your website to provide this information to you on their own. They will give you the information, in other words. Most email lists are managed through an automatic system. Depending on the type of website design and the hosting your client purchases, autoresponder or email list marketing software may already be available to the client. If not, you can find a variety of free or low-cost services available on the web. This type of software should allow you to accomplish several things. 1. The software should collect data from the site when a visitor enters it automatically. 2. It should provide the necessary confirmation information to ensure that the process is not spam-related. 3. The system should allow you to create emails that will be sent to those who sign up at the website to get this information. 4. The system should also offer an opt-out solution so that when a customer receives an email but does not want the information, he or she can automatically be removed from the system. This is necessary for spam laws. 5. The system should give you tools to create effective emails and newsletters to send out to your signups. The reason for using an email list like this is quite simple. It is the best way to get people to the website who have left it. Imagine this. A person gets to your website and likes what they see. They are not ready to make a decision on a purchase or to contact the company. However, they are willing to receive emails from you. You set up an automatic system that will send emails to those who have signed up on a regular basis, pulling them back again to the site time and time again. This is an easy and highly effective way of using your traffic wisely. It is something that every Internet marketer needs to use. However, the process is in fact fairly simple to manage. How to create an email list While having the software set up is the first step in creating an effective email list, there are a few more steps to setting this type of system up. The first one is convincing those who visit the website to sign up for the list. The key to doing this is to show its value. Again, answer the question, what's in it for me? Include a link on the website that is easy to see that encourages those who visit the website to sign up. For example, use something like, to receive updates on new products and sales, please sign up here. Create a page within your blog that talks about your anti-spam policies. Ensure those who sign up that you do not sell their information to other people. Give something away to those that sign up. For example, you might be able to offer a discount coupon or a free shipping charge offer for those that sign up for the email list. Once you have done this, people will begin to sign up. Use a blog post to encourage this to happen too. 
at the end of the blog post, offer a sentence or two about the benefit of signing up. For example, those who have signed up for our email list will be receiving a list of our new products this week. However, ensure all information is accurate. Tips for using an email list Now that you have set the list up, it is time to use it. This is part of the small business's marketing method, so it is something that you will need to use. However, you can outsource the creation of text to other people if you feel the need to do so. You should remain in charge of what type of content is presented into an email list. There are two main options that you should have the system designed for. One, you want the readers to receive welcoming emails and regular emails that are ongoing. These may simply provide readers with information about the company, its products, or services. These are sent out in a specific order and timeline based on when the customer signs up. Two, you do want to include timely emails that may provide information about sales, discounts, new product lists, etc. These should occur whenever this information becomes available. These emails do not have to be extensively graphic or detailed to have a good effect on the reader. However, their job is to get the customer to accomplish a task. That task may be to get them back to the website to get service or to contact the company directly for more information or service. It is critical that the emails encourage the reader to take some type of action. Most people will not sit and read an email without going to a website anyway. Here are some tips to help you in the creation of this particular email list. Use a subject line that is not sales-like. It should provide information without using words like free or using all capitals. Make it catchy so they want to open the email. Ensure that the proper HTML is used so that the customer's name is listed at the top of the email. This is polite and offers an appropriate greeting. The content of the email should not just be a gimmick to get the reader back to the website. It should provide quality content too, since that is what will drive sales. Customers want to know they are dealing with an authority. Do give them a reason to react. It may be a sale or it may be a special offer but the goal is to get the customer to react to the email. When used properly, email marketing like this can be highly effective. It is a logical piece of the Internet marketing strategy. Chapter 5. Social Media for Small Business You have a website set up and you are creating great blog posts. Now, what is the next step to promoting the company's business? The next step is social media. The term social media simply means that you are using social skills and methods to market. It is the flip of what those commercials do. Imagine a company placing commercials on television or big banners along the freeway. In doing so, they are convincing the company to come to them and showing the specials or discounts the company can offer. The company is going out searching for the customers. In social media, customers come to you indirectly. Rather than selling the business, you will be interacting with customers in a way that makes them want to do business with you. The days of hard selling are over. Now, it's a matter of building up a network based on the needs and skills of the business or the marketer. Your job in social media will be to use various tools already on the web to help generate more traffic to blogs and websites. 
You will not be selling the company or the company's services, but rather forming relationships with them otherwise. The good news is that each of these methods of advertising listed here are free to use, and they can be fun to use, too. What does social media do for a business? It allows the company to improve its reputation. It helps to create a brand for the company. It helps to get more traffic to blogs and websites. It works to enable better communication between potential customers and the business. It works to increase sales by being present in the marketplace. These are just some of the ways that social media can work for a business. Now let's talk about how you can get it into the business's marketing model. The following are several websites you may have heard about. For each one, you will want to create an account, all of which are free of charge for the client you are doing business for. Then you will use that account to accomplish the task that you have for marketing, of which we will provide examples. In short, you are creating a presence for the company on each of these social media platforms. The process is easy enough to do, especially once you create a schedule to allow the process to go that much faster. How to use YouTube YouTube.com has become a social sensation. In short, this website is a place you can go to put up videos of the things you are doing, learning, or those that you want to share. In short, you are communicating with others with video. If you have yet to check out the site, do so now. You will find everything from funny baby commercials to expertly done training seminars live on the site. Creating an account here allows you to develop a strong way to communicate with those who would be your client's customers. This site is not necessarily the best for all types of business. However, it is a great way to get the faces of the business on the web. Here are a few ways it can be used in that regard. Allow a demonstration of how the product works. Create an informational lecture on the importance of the service or aid to the viewer. Create a scenario where the point is that the company's services are useful. Allow the business professional to share tips and steps to accomplishing a task, such as how to change a tire. Utilize your YouTube account as a way to promote other people's videos that relate indirectly or directly to the business. YouTube.com is an easy tool to use for any of these needs. Creating videos is as easy as using a video camera or a webcam. Using Twitter Twitter is one of the biggest of the social media websites and with good reason. In short, users of the site sign up and then find other friends on the site. Eventually, they can find other members on the site that are friends of friends and so on. Searches and keywords can also be used to find the right types of people to follow. However, Twitter is more than just about following others. It is about posting short, 140-character-long messages updating the world on what you are doing. Twitter.com is another free account to sign up as. When you do, you will create a following for the company. Your profile will have a link to the blog or website of the company so that when someone sees a post you create and they are interested, they can immediately head over to the site to learn more or to otherwise interact with the business. With Twitter, the following types of posts are going to help you to improve the following you have with others on Twitter, and there are millions of people using Twitter. Remember, you get only 140 characters, not words, so keep it short and to the point. Posts may include news pieces that relate to the company, a real estate agent may want to list sales figures for homes in the area, conversational interactions with other Twitter users, this is a necessary and key step to having a good basis. 
represent the company directly, but talk with anyone using the site. Updates on blog posts. Post a link and a catchy phrase to get people to the blog to read the latest posts. Informational bits that help the reader to learn more about the company. Newsworthy information, such as sales, discounts, promotional information. Any type of interaction with customers, including help, advice, information, and guidance. In short, you can use Twitter for any type of conversational and informal or formal commentary. However, when you are using the site, remember what the goal is to get more customers. Therefore, use keywords in some of the tweets and ensure that you are pointing back to the website with your posts. Use Facebook. Twitter is a great deal like Facebook.com, although Facebook does not restrict the number of words you can use in the updates. However, as a business marketer, it becomes more important for you to interact using fan pages. Fan pages on Facebook are short pages on the site dedicated to the business. You will create one of these for each of the clients you will work with in this way. Keep in mind that you will be looking to build a following on Facebook, so you will need to use keywords in the process. Facebook makes it very easy to set up such pages. Check out some of the businesses who may be your client's competition already using the site. Once the page is set up, which takes minutes to do, you will then want to interact with those on Facebook to get them to follow you there. You can use any of the information listed above for Twitter with Facebook posts. You do get to do even more with Facebook, though. You can include photos on Facebook. You can write full articles and link them to Facebook. However, the goal here is not to interact in a sales-like way. Rather, you are being social, talking with potential customers, answering questions, and building potential customers. Build your business. As a business owner, your goal is to build a successful business based on the skills you have. You can find companies who already have websites and blogs, and sometimes writers for them, who just need help with social media. All these companies want is someone who will spend a few hours a day interacting with potential customers on the web through these sites. You can create an entire business behind these skills. However, the only way to have success in this way is to socialize with others on these sites. If you try to sell to them, you will not be successful. If you try to just throw up some links, which too will not work to accomplish the goals you have. Social media is likely to become the foundation of your empire on the web. Keep an eye out for other businesses and websites that may offer new tools for social media. Any business can do well by using local keywords and posts on these sites and by interacting with the business's potential customers on the web. All of this is done right from your home, of course. Chapter 6. Building Links Online Your job when working with clients will be to build traffic to their website or blog. The goal is to get more people to find the company online. That way, the company can be present in the minds of more potential customers, which in turn increases sales. One of the ways to do this is by building links online. In order to get the blog or website to rank well on the search engines, you need to show the search engines just how powerful the blog can be. In other words, you need to ensure that the blog is valuable. Google and other search engines consider websites to be more important when they can deliver to the customer. One of the ways it does this is through search engine optimization with keywords. However, other websites can help you too. When a blog's link is found on another third-party website, this shows that the third-party website valued the blog enough to add the link to it. Here is what might happen. 
The Google search engine spiders are looking through another website when they find the client's blog linked to that site. The search engines make a note of this. It helps to increase the ranking on the search engines for your client's blog because that link is there. The good news is that there is another benefit to using links like this on other websites. The visitors to that website will find the link, click on it, and then come to your blog. In effect, you are benefiting from the other person's traffic. In fact, this second method of using links is one of the most powerful options available. You can consider it very similar to the process of word-of-mouth advertising in traditional marketing. When a website includes your link on it, it shows that the website respects and recommends that website to its readers. That is a big deal, and that is why you should not simply add any link to a blog yourself. You want to stand behind the company and the blog as being one that you recommend to your readers. One of the ways in which you can get these types of links is by contacting blogs and websites of companies that you respect and requesting that they add a link to your blog on their site. Of course, this should be an organization that you respect because you will want to return the favor. You can do this by contacting the company directly and requesting the process to occur. There are also tools available on the web to help you with this process. In an effort to help your small business grow their bottom line, it is important for you to use these tools on a regular basis. The following are some ways that you can build a successful business marketing solution on the web using link building. Social bookmarking. There are dozens of websites that provide a service called social bookmarking. In short, people read the blog post, like it, and let the world know they liked it by listing it on these sites. The best way to learn about these tools is to visit their sites. Here are some of the best social bookmarking sites on the web today. Twitter.com. Visitors to your blog can send out a tweet to their followers when they read a blog post that they like. Dig.com, which is D-I-G-G.com. Here, visitors to your blog will dig your post if they like it. It then enters the list of other blog posts on the web and more people have access to it. StumbleUpon.com. Once your blog post or article is listed on the site, it will pop up randomly when other users stumble through the links on the site. In short, they can move from one listed site to the next, reading interesting information. Others to consider include reddit.com, tweetmeme.com, delicious, which is del dot i-c-i-o dot u-s dot com, and Yahoo Buzz, just to name a few. Each of these sites works in the same way. Visitors to the website can submit the blog post to these third-party websites so that others can read them and have access to them. Regularly using social bookmarking like this will drive traffic up. Remember, each one creates another link on a third-party website pointing back to your blog or website. Article Marketing Another way to increase the number of links throughout the web pointing to a blog or website is through the process of article marketing. Here you will write articles that are not sales-like, but rather informational-based. At the bottom of the article, you will include a resource box that contains a link back to the website or blog of your small business client. This works in two ways for the company. Since you will be using your local search keywords, along with long-tail keywords in the articles, it gives your articles the ability to rank well in the search engines. This means anyone can find the information online who is searching for it, and they can get back to the website or blog fast. In addition to this, when you submit an article to an article directory, consider ezinearticles.com, for instance. Any other member of the site can pick up the article, including the resource box, and place it on their website. 
This way, they can educate their readers using the information in your article. Your link goes with them, creating another place for your blog post's link to be on a third-party website. These sites are free to use, and they work well. EZinarticles.com is by far the best resource for this service. And this is yet another service you can outsource if you would rather not do the article writing. Blogs As mentioned earlier, one of the best ways to get these third-party links on the web is to contact the blog owners and to request that they share links with you. However, if this does not work or you are not getting the level of response you need, you can use blogs to help you. Blogs are structured to allow people to interact with each other. When you visit your favorite blogs online, you can leave comments behind. As long as you are adding something valuable to the conversation, you can and should leave a link to your blog on the site, too. Here's an example of how this might work. You are working for an attorney client on building his blog online. You are browsing the web and find a blog where there is a discussion about bankruptcy. You chime in, leaving a brief message about your specific viewpoint or answering a question. Do not be sales-like here. Along with leaving your comment, you leave a link pointing back to the website of your client. However, when using this type of comment-based method of advertising, it is always best to become a regular contributing member of the blog before you jump in with dozens of links. In other words, be social for some time on the site to drop these links. Other Link Building Tips The previously mentioned link-building methods are highly effective and they provide a range of helpful tools to anyone who uses them. You need to use them to develop a key marketing strategy for a business online. Here are a few more tips to help you to get the small business's links out on the web. 1. Check out hubpages.com, which allows you to create an account of articles where you can include these links. 2. Squidoo.com is another place where you can include links like this. 3. Use press releases that you submit to the proper agencies to help get the link and information out, but make sure the information included is newsworthy. 4. Use signatures to blog posts and blogs and general emails. 5. When visiting message boards that relate to the blog topic or in some way can relate to the client, include a link in your signature to the blog. The key is to get out there and to include links in any of the social media and tools you use. This is the best way to get the results you are after in terms of building links throughout the web. To get the best results, do this on a regular basis. Chapter 7, Pay-Per-Click Marketing In the previous chapters of the book, we have included a good deal of the steps and things you will need to do in order to build a successful presence for small businesses on the web. However, each method thus far has been without any cost. You can build links, be social, and write blog posts without paying for the results. However, this is not always the only solution for small businesses. It is often the case that small businesses do need to have a marketing budget for the web, too. It is unlikely that they will spend as much money in this form of advertising as they would in the offline world. Nevertheless, paid advertising online is an important part of the search engine marketing. So, what is it? Pay-per-click advertising is just what it sounds like. Rather than just working for ranking in the search engines, which is done through all of the methods previously listed here, you will pay for ranking results. Pay-per-click advertising is highly effective and it can be one of the best tools for your small business's blog. Google AdWords By far the best pay-per-click model on the web is Google AdWords. Since Google is the top-ranking search engine, it makes sense that your advertising dollars should go towards marketing in this method. 
It is perhaps the best way to explain pay-per-click advertising, too. When you enroll in the Google AdWords program, you get to display your ads on Google and the large network that the company has. You will pay for only the clicks that people make. In other words, your ad will be displayed on various search engine results pages and on other websites. When someone sees these AdWords and clicks on them, they end up at your blog or website. You only pay for the ads when someone clicks on them. There are several things to know about how this form of pay-per-click works. You get to create your ads by choosing the keywords used in them. This is another instance when you want to have the right keywords selected and use local search terms. In other words, those with the small business's city and state in them. When someone goes to Google and performs a search using those keywords you have selected, the ad may appear next to the search engine results list. This is your target market. Your ad does not appear every time. The frequency of your ad appearing is dependent on the amount of competition for the keywords you select. This is why long-tail local search keywords are best for small businesses. Those who view the ads can easily click on them to get to your website. There is no intermediary here. When you use Google's local and regional targeting feature of Google AdWords, you get even more powerful results. Here, you can target which areas of the region you would like the ads to display in. You can narrow down the selection to just your city or region where the company's potential customers are located. When you use local ads through this method, the ad will display with the physical address of the business with the text ads. In addition, you can also choose to have a Google.com or Google Map show your location on those results too. That is powerful at attracting more business. As you can see, this type of tool can be very powerful to a business, especially a business that is looking for opportunities to grow locally. However, it is just as important for individuals to know the limitations here. Picking Keywords There is competition with keywords in pay-per-click advertising. In other words, if you choose Bankruptcy Attorney New York as your target keyword, then there are going to be numerous other attorneys and marketing firms using the same tool. Therefore, you need to consider which keywords are going to be the best for you based on what results they produce and the amount of competition for them. In order to get the best keywords for your results, you do have to take the time to choose the right level of competition. What is nice about the Google pay-per-click model is that the company provides users with a keyword tool. This tool will help you to choose the right keywords for your site. Here are some tips to help you. Go local. Include city and states within the keywords. Do go with long-tail keywords, those over three words long, because there is less competition. Do not worry about stop words. These are small words, such as in, a, and and, which do not affect the keyword usage in Google. Google search engines do not read these words. You can include them. Look for longer phrases that have lower competition levels. The Keyword tool will provide you with a chart to see where the competition is in the results. There are other models out there outside of Google AdWords, and you should take the time to consider all of them. What you do not want to do is to overlook this method of advertising online. Visit the Google AdWords website to learn more about this tool. Tips for pay-per-click marketing success Within your business model for small businesses, you should present pay-per-click marketing as a tool to use to attract customers to the website. Keep in mind that it should be part of the budget you present to the company. Here are a few tips to help you to have success with this method of marketing. Do your own keyword searching and research. 
Do not allow the Google system to dictate which keywords your website will receive ads for. Set a budget for the pay-per-click advertising. This can be a daily or weekly goal, for example. The system will automatically stop sending traffic to the site once the budget is met. Ensure the landing pages that your visitors come to uses keywords and will convert. In other words, this is the page that customers will come to when they click on the link. Ensure that it gives them the information they need to react to your site. Be sure an email list link is on that page too. When you are planning to invest a good deal of your time and energy into pay-per-click marketing, it is critical to learn more about it. Unfortunately, the overall structure of this book does not allow room for every detail of this process. However, you can find other guides to offer more information. Just be sure that you do use pay-per-click marketing as part of the internet marketing services you provide to your small business clients. Chapter 8. Get Yourself Online Thus far in this book, we have focused on ensuring that your small business clients have a website and blog. These are foundations that will allow you to work from, to help you to market them through the other methods we have listed. However, in this second section of the book, we will focus on you and getting your business out there. You now must know of the secrets and tips you need to have in order to get these blogs ranked well online and to help businesses to get the increased customer counts they are interested in. You need to use those same tools to find customers who will work with you. Why is it important for you to have a website or a blog yourself? You will use it to help you find local businesses who need your skills. Focus on local keyword search terms if you are targeting a specific local area. Use the blog to help share what you do and what your services include. A blog like this helps to establish your skills on the web. If your blog ranks well, after all, it is likely that those who visit your website will realize that you could do the same for them. You gain respect. You gain recognition. You become someone on the web. This is exactly what you want to do for those small businesses you are working with. It is a simple way to advertise online that costs you next to nothing. Virtually, all you need is going to be available on the website or blog for customers to view. Now that you know the importance of using a blog to help get yourself online, the next step is getting it on the web. How to create a blog The first thing you need to do is to create a blog for yourself. How can you possibly convince a small business owner that you can help them to grow their business online if you have yet to do the same for yourself? Therefore, start by creating a blog for yourself. Use your name and words to describe your service in your domain name. For example, you might want to be johndomarketer.com because this shows just what you are doing. You can use WordPress or Blogger as described earlier to create your blog but it is always a good idea to have your own domain name rather than working off of a subdomain. Now that you have that set up, use the following methods to market yourself on the web. 1. Start writing content for the blog. This content should include information about the services you provide as well as who you are. 2. Each blog post should be on a different say so that you are creating a steady flow of new content to the site, which Google and other search engines like. 3. Do use keywords. Your keywords should include local terms to describe the area you work in. It should also include keywords that relate to the service that you provide to the customer. Do your keyword research. 4. 
Use Twitter to get your name out there and to get more traffic to your website. 5. Set up a Facebook page for your website and for your business. 6. Create newsworthy posts for your blog that focus on new trends in the industry, statistics, and other information as it relates to your business. 7. Use social bookmarking sites to get your business out there. 8. Create an email list on your website for anyone who visits the site and wants to be alerted to new information. 9. Interact with those who come to the site through comments. Get their questions answered and get them the information they need. 10. Do invest the time in building links. You may be able to visit other internet marketing gurus' websites and get links through comments. Find those who work in web design and get your link on their site while you help to promote their site on your own. As you can see, these steps to getting your business online are very much the same as the ones you will use for your small business clients. In other words, use the same tools to gain the success and ranking you will provide to your customers for yourself. Important Pages for Your Blog When creating your website, there are a handful of pages you need to include on that site to ensure that your visitors are learning about you. 1. You should have a page that talks about your services. You do not need to name prices, but you should have an extensive list of your services. 2. Have a page that lists your accomplishment. Over time, this page will grow. You can even use it to link to each of the small business websites that you have developed and worked on, assuming the small business owner is okay with this. 3. At least one page should be dedicated to getting these potential clients to sign up at your website. This information should include how to sign up for your email list, how to get service, a contact us form, and how to ask more questions. In addition to these elements, you will need your website to come alive and provide more information to clients. In many ways, you can make this your selling point. In the next few chapters, we will discuss how to get client business and how to work through the sales pitch. However, your website or blog can work very well at selling your services itself. Include a video of yourself talking about your service and what it has done for others. Videos are powerful because they bring you to life. Rather than just being another page on the internet, you are a real person that is memorable to them. You should also use charts and even a PowerPoint presentation on the site to help convince visitors of your services and the benefits that they offer. A PowerPoint presentation is an excellent way to show off your skills and to help convince others of what you have to offer. Once you get your website up, use it regularly. You should be writing blog posts and using social media to help you promote the site and service throughout the business week. However, this is going to serve as a backdrop for you. It is going to provide you with customers, but it is only a launching pad for your business. Chapter 9 How to Find Clients So, where are the clients? In the last chapter, we provided a good deal information about building your business on the web with a blog. We gave you steps to follow to get your business on the web. However, this is not the only way to get your clients. In fact, when you are first starting out, you are likely to find your best business to start with right in the local marketplace. 
Take a drive around your neighborhood. Which businesses here are likely in need of your service? Insurance agents, real estate agents, local restaurants and delis, small retail shops, plumbers, general contractors, hairdressers, spas, doctors, lawyers. This list really can go on and on. Each of the people on this list so far should have a blog. When one of their potential customers starts to look for their services, they head online to do it. Where is the attorney that will help me get out of this speeding ticket? Should I sell my home now? Where is the best Thai restaurant in the area? I need a general contractor for my home edition. By providing these business owners with blogs and websites, they can grow their business. However, your goal is going to be to convince them to work with you. How will you do that? In the next chapter, we will be working through the best conversation you can have with a small business owner to help convince them of the services you can offer. However, in this chapter, we need to focus in on who your ideal client is. You are the only game in town. At this point, you know you can easily perform the duties necessary to provide this service to business owners. Nevertheless, do you realize just how lucky you are? There are several reasons why this business will work for your particular needs. The most important is that you are likely to be the only game in town. Let us consider a few numbers. For the services you provide, you can easily charge customers between $1,000 and $5,000 per month. Your rates can increase as your experience does. There will likely be 10 to hundreds of businesses in your local area and in the region. For each business, you probably need to invest about 5 hours per week in providing their service, 1 hour each day. How many of those businesses do you need under your belt to turn a profit? Your only likely expenses will be things such as web hosting costs and the costs of pay-per-click marketing. You can even work right from your home in your PJs if you would like to. As you can see, even if there were one or two other people who were providing the service you are, the good news is that there is still plenty of businesses in your local area to work with. You only need a few clients to make a substantial income from home on a regular basis, and you only need to work for an hour or less per day for each one. What's more, every single business can benefit from having a website and promoting it like this. Every single business in your local area could be a potential customer. Avoid those large businesses that have professional marketing firms handling their business marketing and often will not work with individuals. It is also a good idea to focus on businesses that you have some understanding of. That just makes the process easier to manage. As the only or one of the few people in your local area that is providing these services, you can be picky about who you decide to work with providing this service. For example, you might not want to work in some industries because you do not have a lot of working knowledge in those sectors. You may want to avoid doctors, for example, because you do not want to worry about the legal traps of providing medical advice without a license to do so. In addition to these factors, consider the following qualifications that companies should have to work with you. 1. The company needs to be operational already. If they do not have an operational business yet, or any longer, it can be hard to get customers in the door, obviously. It is going to take longer to help jumpstart a new business, too which can mean more work on your hands. 2. Look for a business that is willing to work with you. Rather than trying to convince businesses that your service is the answer to their prayers, remind them of this, then move on. Do not waste your time with a company that does not have any willingness to get online. 
Three, avoid those businesses that have their own ideas about marketing. While some of these businesses can work out, they need to realize that you are a business too. Avoid contracts that lock you into spending a specific amount of time with a company each day. You need to be free to move where the social media takes you. 4. Avoid exclusive contracts. It can be nice at first to think that a company really wants to work with just you. However, if the company locks you into a contract where you are only providing service to them, that will minimize your return. You need to be able to work with multiple companies. 5. Look for a business that is willing to give you the reins and let you loose. You do need to work with a company that will have one person who is your go-to person. That way, you have one person you can consistently rely on for information, input, and even payment. Lastly, erase from your mind your concerns about not having the experience to do this job. The fact is, you do. As long as you take the time to learn the features and steps in the first half of this book, and you keep learning about them as they change, you will be able to help businesses to create this type of success for themselves online. You can get help for the writing, the web design, and the blog creation. However, you do have the skill to do every other aspect of this business on your own. In fact, in the next chapter, we will discuss an easy conversation you can have with just about any business to get their business. Chapter 10, A Simple Conversation Finding clients to work with is as simple as picking up the yellow pages. Yes, you can use them and looking for clients. On the other hand, it may be that simple, but it may not feel like it is that simple. Today's business owner is often unwilling to put themselves out there and risk embarrassment. However, it is something that will pay off. No matter what your background is, there is a reason to approach these business owners and to provide them with the information they need to hire you and to start paying you for increasing their sales. Before we get into the simple conversation that you need to have with business owners to showcase your skills and abilities, let's talk about some facts and figures. You can share these with businesses when you talk to them, too. About 80% of people will go to the web to search online before they actually turn to the newspaper or the yellow pages. Businesses already using social marketing have seen an increase in their sales by as much as tens of thousands of dollars. Because the investment in internet marketing with a professional like you is so inexpensive, most of the revenue taken in by the company is pure profit. In other words, internet marketing like this is highly affordable to the business owner. Businesses and local communities make up some 64% of the United States' gross domestic product. These companies have the means to expand their reach to take more of that share. Each month, there are more than 1 billion local searches performed by individuals seeking information about products and services near to them. These are the local search terms we have talked about including. This number of local searches is growing at a rate of 50% or more per year. A business that handles their own blogs will often not put enough effort and expertise into the process. Without getting a high level of ranking, the business will lose sales. Those websites that are ranked number one on the search engine results page will get about 40% of the clicks from users. Those ranked number two on the search engine results page are likely to get 12% of the clicks. At number three on the search engine results page, the site will get 8.5%. Therefore, any business not in the top three is unlikely to see a substantial amount of clicks to their website. 
However, it takes time and social marketing to get to that top ranking for a small business. They need you to do this. You can tell from this information that the business we are talking about creating here, using the basic skills already provided to you, is vitally important to many businesses. Now you need to convince the local businesses that the information that you are providing to them is valuable enough to move on now. Talking to Clients Now let's talk about a simple conversation you can have with a business owner who you would like to work with. Perhaps the business owner is a local insurance agent who does not yet have his own blog or internet marketing going just yet. As you get in touch with them, state what you do. You provide online marketing for local businesses. This simple statement allows the business owner to know that you are serious about what you do. Most likely, the business owner is going to ask you what this means. Many business owners do not have the time or experience to know what marketing on the web is about. To continue, you explain to the business owner that you help businesses to get to the top of search engines to increase their sales. You may need to explain here that search engines like Google rank websites by how valuable they are to the person who is searching for more information. The business owner will want to know how you do this. You do not need to give away your secrets here. Rather, you need to explain what it takes to get there. But first, you need to know about their business. You ask them what type of business they are in and you ask them how their sales have fared over the last two years. It is best at this point to set up a formal time when you can sit down and talk to the business owner about the service you provide. At that time, you will go into the details. At this point, position yourself to get the sale. To do this, you need to ensure that the business owner knows how valuable you are and that you are not there for a hard sell. For example, explain to the business owner that you are already working with a group of clients and having success with it. You are only looking for one, maybe two more companies to work with at this point. When you state this, you show the business owner that you have the necessary skills and that you are already an established business owner yourself. Before offering to provide service for the company, you need to ensure that they qualify for it. Yes, they should qualify for your service. Here are some indications that they do. Are they willing to work with you using the skills you have to build their online presence? Are they willing to invest at least $1,000 a month in the service? Are they willing to invest in the development of a website if they do not have one? Are they ready to increase sales? Is there any reason why right now may not be a good time to do so? Are they willing to give you three to six months to establish the marketing method and to get it off the ground? If they do qualify for the service, let them know that you are seeing success with other clients. Be sure to state that your skills and marketing methods can help to double customer counts in just 90 days for some businesses. When you do this, you will have the business in line and willing to work with you. Be sure to tell them that your costs are low and the overhead is low too. They can see improvements to their sales right away and they will grow over time. That is it. That is all you need to do to get clients to be interested in what you have to offer. In many ways, this simple conversation can be enough to change the way that you do business for the rest of your life. Most businesses will want more information on the specifics of what you do and how it is done. You do want to provide this, but you do not want to share all of your secrets. In short, you want to tell them how you will provide this service, but ensure them that this is your business and that you stand behind the quality service you provide. Now that you have a good idea of how to get that conversation off the ground, it is time to move into those cost factors.
Chapter 11, Pricing Your Service. In this book, we have talked about the fact that you can make a great deal of money creating this type of marketing business on the web. However, most people are unsure how to present this to clients, and further, they are unsure of what their service is worth. When you are talking about costs to the client, you need to position yourself properly. In all reality, within a few months, they could be doubling the number of customers they have because of the services you provide. Keep that in mind as you begin to talk with the client. How much can I charge? The cost of your service is only as good as you make it. If you can provide customers with a better bottom line, you can rest assured that it will be worth their investment. In general, to determine the price of these products, it is important to focus on what services you will be providing. This will differ from one person to the next based on how in-depth you get. Web design and implementation services, social marketing, blog design, graphics, the content creation. These can all be unique services or they can be part of the package that you offer to your client. Before you offer any of these services, you need to know as much as you can about them. The social marketing and internet marketing features, we have provided you with the information you need. However, if you plan to offer the other services, your rates will increase because of this. Further, you should also expect to charge differently for services that are one-time and services that are ongoing. For example, social marketing is an ongoing service whereas the creation of a website or a blog is a one-time investment. What is the bottom line? How much can you charge people? As mentioned earlier, those who are just starting out and focusing just on social marketing and internet marketing, the services we have discussed thus far, should be able to charge at least $1,000 a month for that service. As your skills improve and as your services grow, you can increase this amount substantially. The fact is, you cannot price yourself too high in some markets if you are going to help a business get into a good spot on the search engines. If you do not take the time to do that, and you do not invest the time in learning how to do so, chances are good your services are worth less. Give your clients value. Give your clients value they can measure. One way of pricing yourself is by providing clients with the information they need in a way they can measure. This may seem fairly simple at first, but then ask yourself, how will they know what you are doing for them? You can estimate the percentage of increase in traffic that their blog or website will get over a period of time. Provide the business with a means of measuring customers who are referred from the online marketing methods you use, such as tracking their movements on the website. Track sales from any online retail site. Measure traffic coming into the blog from email campaigns and social marketing. All of this can be easily documented month after month using the software these sites and services offer. In other words, you can give them real numbers. As long as you are diligent about doing the work of socially marketing the company, they will see improvements in their numbers month over month. It takes time. One thing you need to ensure that every client you work with knows is that the process of building a successful online marketing business will take time. If there is no website or blog in place, it will take at least a month for the setup and design of it, assuming you have the skills to do this. If there is a blog, but it is not getting traffic, it may take some time to rework the site. It can also take time to go through the blog to improve the keyword strategy. Further, if the blog posts are outdated or the blog has a bad reputation already, 
it will take even more time to get that blog ranked well. In other words, when you are speaking to clients, do not promise them that in 30 days you will increase their sales. Rather, promise them that you will provide them with verifiable data that shows what you are doing and the responses that it is getting for them. Tips for Pricing Success The following are a few tips to help you to price out your services appropriately. 1. Take the time to check out other companies. They do not have to be local to you or be your direct competition. They just need to be companies offering the same services as you are. Get quotes from them if their pricing is not on their website. 2. Consider the bottom line as you price customers' services. If the customer makes an additional $30,000 in sales during the month, are they really going to mind giving you $3,000 per month for helping them to get this service? 3. You can structure a contract with the company based on performance with at least three months of build-up time that is paid as a flat fee. From there, you can see improvements in what you are paid by the success the company sees. 4. You can offer a risk-free trial instead. Rather than offering the company a flat fee, why not offer them a 30-day trial where they can see the growth of their blog and see how much more traffic you are bringing into them? This should not include any type of website or blog build time, though. 5. You can negotiate a pricing plan that works for them and for their needs. Encourage them to cancel the promotional flyers they are sending out and instead allow you the chance to work your skills. Remember that this is your business and you can structure your business the way that works right for you. It does not need to take a lot of time to work out some type of deal. The point is to get the process moving forward so that the business can start to see the improvements they are interested in and, in turn, they can see just how valuable you are to them. However, there are a few more decisions you need to make before you wrap up this chapter on pricing. Package your services? One of the things you can do to improve your sales or to make the entire process simplistic for the business owner is to package your sales together. In short, you do have two options. You can sell all of your services together in one or more package offers. You can also sell your services a la carte. You can do both, too. For example, you can put together various packages, such as you can offer a package that includes writing blog posts, social bookmarking, and Twitter usage. You can create a package that focuses on providing all Internet marketing services you deem necessary. You can structure such packages the way that works for you based on your skills as well as your overall ability to perform these tasks. Those tasks that take you longer to do should cost the company more. On the other hand, you may come across some companies that have a blog in place and may even have a writer for them. They may just want you to take the social media aspect of the site. On the other hand, you may find a business owner that loves Facebook and Twitter and does it himself. However, he or she may need help writing blog posts and email marketing. These are all good instances for using a la carte pricing. You should, if you deem it a good service to offer, offer set prices for each type of service you offer. You can and you should structure the process based on the amount of time you are investing in each one of them. Those tasks that take you more time to complete should in turn cost more. Finally, as you consider the overall cost associated with providing this type of service, keep in mind that your time is valuable. Do not price yourself too low to get started. 
If you feel that you need more experience, work on getting that experience through your own blog or website. If you price your services too low, you will not get clients. Who wants to work with a person that doubts himself or herself? Perhaps the hardest part of this entire process is knowing how much to charge people for your service. However, with some research on the options available to you, a consideration for your time investment and knowledge of the small business's marketing budget, you can find the right balance to fit your overall needs and financial goals. The bottom line, this service is worth at least $1,000 a month. You can and should price yourself well since you will be helping these companies to make money. Chapter 12, Billing Clients and Managing the Financials Although we have talked a great deal about what to charge clients for the services you provide for them, we have not yet talked about the billing aspects of working in this type of arrangement. The good news is that the web makes it easy for you to set up payment and to receive payments from any of your clients. In addition to talking about that in this chapter, we will also discuss recording your tasks and monitoring what is working for you. It is because of this documentation that you will be able to show clients exactly what you are providing for them and to provide them with the information they need to realize that you are providing them with at least one of the best services they will get. How will you bill clients? Rather than walking into your client's place of business and requesting a check for the services you have performed, it is a better option to keep it all on the web. In fact, in a later chapter, we will discuss how nearly all of your business may be done right on the web without the need to ever leave your home. In fact, there is a key benefit to using the web to accept the payments for your services. That is, with the right tools in place, you can set up automatic payments that will come to you on a regular basis. In other words, you do not have to haggle or wait around for someone to come to you with a paycheck. The best way for you to do this is to use PayPal.com. This service accepts payment on behalf of its customers, of which you will be one. You can link your PayPal account to your checking or savings account. The company also gives you a debit card that can be used to withdraw funds or to make purchases wherever Visa is accepted. PayPal makes payments easy from the customer's point of view, too. They can use their own PayPal account to pay you, or they can link the account to a bank account or to a credit card. These payments charge automatically in most cases, which means you get paid right away. The only exception is when the client opts to use a checking account to transfer funds to you. You could have money in hand right away. Plus, PayPal.com allows you to set up automatic reoccurring billing. This service will charge the client's credit card or account with a predetermined and pre-agreed upon amount at the time you dictate, such as one time per month. This makes ensuring you are being paid easy to do. You can open an account free at PayPal.com. However, there are fees associated with accepting payments. Nevertheless, they are minimal and the service is outstanding. Of course, if you opt to use other payments with your clients, that is not a problem. What you do want to do is to always accept payments you can track rather than cash in hand. You want to ensure that you have a receipt to use to show that you were paid, when you were paid, and how much you were paid. Tracking your success. As mentioned earlier, it has become very important for small businesses to use every marketing dollar wisely. They will want to see what you are doing to make them a profit. This is especially true at the start of your relationship, when they may not see an instant influx of customers at their door. 
Clients want the numbers and information to know that their money is being well spent, especially when they are counting every dollar against other marketing styles. On the other hand, there will be some clients who are completely hands-off and not interested in what you are doing as long as you have customers coming in. Nevertheless, track what you are doing so that you can see where you are making progress and where you are not. Further, you can always use these tools to help you organize your thoughts and to plan for the next stage of your campaign for the client. You can use a variety of software programs to help you organize this data, or you can simply use an Excel sheet with columns outlining what you have done. That is up to you. However, what you report to the client is important. You need to be as thorough as possible and outline what information they need to do. Of course, you do not want to provide so much information that the client could literally start doing the work himself or herself and replace you in the process. The following are some of the most important things to tell clients that you are doing. These are the tasks that you should keep track of on a daily basis or as much as you use them. Blog posts. Include the topic or title of the post and the date it went live on the site. Include a list of the keywords used for your own benefit within the post. New clients. List any information you have about the new clients the small business has received on your behalf. You might be able to gauge this through sales or contacts made through the blog site. Increases in traffic. Note what the month's traffic numbers are. If you have the time, check these out in more detail, including by the day, so that you can see what is working for you during the process. Time spent with social media. While there is no real need to record every message you send over Twitter, most clients will appreciate knowing how much time you spent working on this process for them. Further, make note of when you worked the social media and the types of messages or links you used. The reason for this is to check what is getting you more hits at the website. Link building success. Track the links pointing into the website. Be creative here and ensure that you are looking for new ways to build links across the web for the client. Note any tasks performed. Any other tasks you have completed for the client should be provided in the documentation you have. This includes email letters, article directory submissions, time spent interacting with clients, and other information. Of course, you want to show the client that you have been working for him and you have been providing the level of service you originally promised. What you do not want to do, though, is to provide any false information. Even one instance where there is false information reported could end up costing you a position with the company. As part of the billing process each month, take the time to check in with the client. After all, you are not going to see all of the direct results online. Take some time to ask a few questions. What is he or she seeing in their day-to-day -day business? Are sales up? Are customer counts up? Does the company see an interest in the website from customers? Is the company providing business cards and other information about the site to their clients? Does the company have any problems with the service? Are those customers who come into the location from finding the company on the site buying? One way to note this is to simply ask customers who make a purchase how they heard about the company. Is there any additional information, changes in procedures, upcoming offers, or new products that they would like you to mention during your social media or blogging efforts? It is critical to keep in contact with the customer on a regular basis. If you are looking for something to talk about, visit the location and talk to the locals. The more you know about the company and about its people, 
the more interesting social media can be for you and the more successful it will be for the business itself. Keep in mind that you do want to keep the process positive. Answer their emails, interact with their messages. Your client is going to be interested in the process the more successful it gets. Chapter 13. Do it all online. There are many ways to operate a business like this. As you work to build your business empire in local internet marketing, one thing to remember is this. You can do virtually all of your business online. This is not to take away from the fact that you can work your business in person. You will want to focus on a local market after all, and that may mean stopping in to meet the company's officials and to develop a good relationship with them. On the other hand, it does not need to be that formal if you do not want to. You can set up and manage your business completely on the web if you would like to. You know that most of the work you will do for the small businesses is conducted online anyway. You are sitting at home, working on social media for companies from home while creating blog posts and email campaigns. You are working on getting their sites ranked on the search engines while also building links for the company. It is all done on the web. Even your payment solutions presented here are all done on the web. The question is then, how do you find local clients to work with online and how do you sell your services to them successfully? We will answer those questions here. Finding local businesses online. Although it may be somewhat obvious to you at this point, the goal of your job is to help local businesses to get online and get noticed on the web. In other words, if you head over to Google right now and type into the search box, Lawyers in Miami, you are going to get thousands of results. Those are people that already have websites and they already have good search engine ranking. They do not need your services at this point. So, where do you find local businesses that need your help? There are several ways to do this. First, you could simply pick up the actual yellow pages and browse through the listings in it. You can also use the online version of the Yellow Pages and look for those companies that do not have a great deal of online impact. They may not even list a website on their Yellow Page listing, for example. Another option for you is to invest some time into using local searches and then digging past the first 5 to 10 pages of results to find those hidden within. You could also simply drive through your area, jot down company names, and then come home and investigate if they have a website. The local Chamber of Commerce can also help you. The goal is to find those businesses that may be in need of service, though. Therefore, in your search, be sure that you spend some time learning about the community's not-so-obvious business professionals. General contractors, for example, do not often have a business office they work out of. Other companies have industrial offices that may not be clearly marked. The Chamber of Commerce can help you to find all of the businesses listed as able to work in the city, though. Tips for Marketing Online As you know, having a website is one of the best tools that you can have for attracting new businesses to your service. It is highly recommended that you spend a good amount of time marketing yourself, not just other businesses. If you put a bit of extra time into the development of your website, though, you can create a much better tool for getting the success you need from local businesses. Here are some tips to help you through that process. 1. Create a professional-looking website that represents what you are offering to clients. 
the ability to rank well in the search engines to increase customer count through local internet marketing. 2. Utilize a PowerPoint or PDF presentation on your website, then link to it through a link on your homepage. This should outline what services you provide, the statistics included in this book that show the importance of using local internet marketing, and information about your needs. 3. You need to have contact forms and other tools on the site that will allow the company to contact you if they are interested. 4. You need a page that shows what you have accomplished, as mentioned earlier. 5. Create an online brochure that sells you. One of the best ways to do this is through a simple video that you create of yourself providing information about your service, your success, and your willingness to work with other companies. Further, position yourself from the start. Before you invest a great deal of time in self-promotion, be sure that the website offers the information and tools you need to show that you are valuable. In other words, you do not want to sound desperate or in need of work. Ensure that your website outlines that you may be available to take on new clients, depending on your current customer needs. You will want to state that at this time you are looking for just one or two more clients. This way, the client knows that you are not just looking for endless sales, but you are monitoring your time budget. They want to ensure you have the time for their needs. You can go back and look at the simple conversation we created earlier and get more ideas about how to sell your services to the World Wide Web. However, if you hope to keep your services to a local area, you can do this simply by using local keywords on your site. You can also be specific about this in your website documentation. However, as long as you are working with small businesses, it really does not matter what city they are in. In fact, there are many small businesses around the world that you can tap into from your home through the Internet. In other words, simply look for small businesses that need your service. Since you can do virtually all of it right from the web, it really does not matter where the client is located. This means that you have just opened the door to more clients than ever before. And still, even in this large and expansive marketplace, your business is still one of the few that specialize in local internet marketing services. <coughs> Chapter 14. Improving Your Success While there are many ways that you can start this business, there are going to be many more ways of working to improve it. In other words, right now you have the tools you need to begin your internet marketing empire and to build from it. However, it is likely that your success will continue if you stay on top of the market and keep working the business. This chapter focuses on those odds and ends that can help your business to capitalize on the options available to it. You will learn a few simple things that will give you the edge so that you can get maximum results without the strain. Secrets of Keywords In the beginning of this book, we talked a great deal about the uses of keywords and how to increase your small business's ranking by simply using local search terms. That is very much the case. However, there are two other secrets you should know about keywords that were not previously mentioned. 1. Did you know that if you add the letter S to most search terms that you will increase the number of hits you get by as much as 20 times? For example, rather than Little Town Plumber, look for Little Town Plumbers to give you more results. Of course, you should use a mixture of both types of keywords in the articles to get the best results. 2. Another way to increase the hits you get is to use the suffix ing on words in your blog posts. Again, an example here would be Little Rock Roofing rather than Little Rock Roofer. To recap, when using keywords within the text of blog posts or in the content on the website, 
you should use a combination of letters. Use the city name and state in the keywords. Use both the plural and singular forms of the keywords. Do look for long-tail keywords, too, which have three, four, or five words strung together. Most importantly, be sure that you are using keyword research to find the right keywords. Do not just go with the basics. Attorney and lawyer may mean the same thing, but there are people on the web looking for both options. You need to rank for both of them. How are people searching? While Google is the hot topic of the day, you do want to explore those other search engines, too. You will find that most of the strategies apply evenly. Still, you need to know which words people are using to find the companies they need on the web. This is not always as easy as it sounds. While keyword research is important and a must, it is also important to think outside of the box. As mentioned, if you never use a word, you might not think about typing it into the search fields to learn about the keywords associated with it. One of the things many people do when looking for individual businesses is that they will type in the services a company offers. They may type in an address, Joe's Shop on Main Street, in the city you are looking for. In other words, do not just look at the search results for the type of business, but also for the city and state. Expand that search to surrounding cities, too. If you are still having trouble finding the right types of people through keywords, you simply may need to head out there and investigate the business. What services are they offering? What are the names of the people that run the location? What is the unique type of food or product they sell that people are looking for? If you need a special fitting tube for a vacuum cleaner, you might just type in the name of the manufacturer and the city you are located in. As you can see, this type of keyword research can get quite intense. Nevertheless, it will provide you with the information you need to grab the keywords that are best suited for the business and to utilize them in the search engines. You can check any keyword combination in the keyword tools provided earlier and get the information you need. Are people searching for that phrase? If so, use it. Ditch the formal site. Another of these secret tips that will help you to improve the small business's website ranking is to get rid of the formal, boring site and to go with a more neighbor-like feel to it. Believe it or not, even on the web, people expect for the owner of a business to be present in it. They want that homegrown feel to it because it feels safe. You can trust the insurance agent who went to school locally and who plans to spend the weekend at the local town's fair. This is the type of message you want to convey through all of your social media. You will increase the business's overall turnaround by having a neighbor-like feel to the website and to the blog. You can do well with the website if you have a picture of the street that the store is on or you have a picture of the owner of the small business in front of a local landmark. You can easily obtain these things from the business owner. It helps to bring the feeling of local to the web, something that people want to have. Title the site right. Yet another tip that will help you to have success with the business is to title your site in a unique way. The title of the website or blog should appear at the top of the home page or the first page that the visitor hits when he or she visits the website. This page should have the following type of title. Company name, doing business for 30 years in city, state. This one simple inclusion is going to make all of the difference when it comes to gaining the trust of the local market. It is something that will help the local business to respond to, too. In other words, there is often a disconnect between the actual business and its physical address and the website. This type of phrasing helps to ground the website, 
making it feel like it is part of the business. You may want to create a page about the history of the company, too. This is an excellent tool to help you get the friendly, neighbor-like feeling website, too. Of course, but be sure all the information provided is accurate. These tips will help you to get better results from each of the websites you help to promote. Remember the importance of having a helpful website that meets the demands of the customer. Chapter 15. Outsourcing Your Business Tasks At first, you do need to do most, if not all, of the tasks associated with your business on your own. This is very much the case when it comes to learning the ropes. There is no way for you to teach others how to do your business successfully until you have the skills and abilities to do so yourself. Over time, though, you may wish to start outsourcing some of the aspects of your local internet marketing empire to those who may be able to do the job faster, better, or simply with their time rather than your own. As mentioned, you should be charging at least $1,000 per customer who you provide social media to per month, if not much more. Using this as a basic example, consider the following. One client means $1,000 a month for one hour per day, five days per week. If you are working with two clients, you have doubled your income for an additional one hour per day. Still, two hours a day is not much. If you work with five clients a month, just five, you are netting $5,000 a month and working five hours a day. This is still manageable for many people. If you double that and work with 10 clients a month, you are making twice as much money, but you now need 10 hours a day to provide the service. That may be too much for some. Once you reach that point when you are in need of working fewer hours, it is time to consider outsourcing some of the services for your business. You can outsource many things. Which services you outsource is really up to your particular needs and desires. This is your business to run, after all. When you consider outsourcing, remember that the business owners are still looking to you to provide quality service. If you outsource one of the services you provide to someone else, it is still your responsibility to ensure that it is being done properly. This may mean reading through blog posts and editing email marketing messages before they actually enter the system and get to the reader. If you do not take this process seriously, the business owners will not put their very valuable trust in you. What to outsource? What services can you outsource? Which should you do yourself? There is no rule that says you have to do one thing or the next when it comes to handling your business. It is always best that you work toward growing your business and interacting with present clients yourself, though. This shows that you are serious about what is happening within your business, and it ensures that the client knows who to come to when there is a problem. The following are some of the services you may want to consider outsourcing. Web design and blog design. If you do not have these skills to start out with, there is no problem. Team up with another company who needs help finding social media help. You can simply contact any small web design firm to create this type of relationship. Blog writing. Writing services in general can be outsourced to qualified writers. Make sure they are qualified. Expect to pay them a decent wage, but in general, it is far less than what you will be paid in return for that post. If you do not like to write or have no experience in it, you can outsource this skill from the start. Email marketing. You can outsource the creation of an email marketing list as well as the maintenance of that list. You can also hire someone to simply write the content of the emails for you. Link building. There are companies that are dedicated to providing this service. 
However, it is never a good idea to work with link farms, which are organizations that grab thousands of links and switch them with each other. Other sites have lists of links on them. These are not companies to work with, since Google and other search engines will penalize you for this type of inclusion. Twitter and social media. If you just are not the type of person that likes to chat on the web with others through Twitter, you can outsource this task too. Be sure that the people you hire to do the work are able to provide you with the same level of skill that you would provide to the company. Billing and Administration If you do not like to keep the books or do not want to handle the overall administration tasks for your business, you can hire a company or a virtual assistant to do this work for you. As you can see, there are many ways that you can outsource the tasks you need to do on any one day. But, should you? Be upfront and honest with those who you are working with. Let the small business owners know that you are working with a group of people, your team, and you oversee the services they provide. You generally do not have to explain this unless the company wants to know the specifics of how your business works. Do not lie about the services you are providing. In addition to this, also keep in mind that you can increase your business incredibly by using outsourcing. In short, you could spend the 10 minutes it takes to research, write, and send out that tweet, or you can instead just have someone else do that while you work on a key blog post. You can get more done when you outsource some of the lesser important tasks. Keep in mind that one of the key benefits of this business is the fact that it allows you to earn residual income. That means that you will earn this income month after month as long as you keep providing the services to the business. That offers a safety net that anyone can appreciate. However, in order to keep the safety net, you need to deliver to your clients. Conclusion Take a step back for a moment and ask yourself a few key questions. 1. Do you like to be social on the web? 2. Do you want to create a business for yourself? This is not a job, but a business. 3. Are you ready to work on a regular basis from home but only working a few hours per day for full-time income. If these are the things that you like to do, it is critical that you consider this unique business opportunity. In this book, we have provided you with the tools that you need to get started. Now let's take a look at a rundown of how you can get started right now. 1. Take the time to set up your blog on the web. Start working your business because it will allow you to gain the skills necessary to use in marketing. 2. Start looking for local small businesses that need your help. Remember, you can help them to double their customer counts within 90 days in some cases. 3. Present your business to them, ensuring that you provide them with a position statement. You are valuable, so valuable you are only looking for one or two more clients. 4. Start working. Ensure their website and blog are set up properly and that they meet the needs of search engine optimization. 5. Do your keyword research. Ensure that the keywords you use are local terms, ones that help to offer a location that ensures that the business is directly targeted. 6. Create a wide range of blog posts. Be sure to use keywords here and to keep that neighbor feel, but be professional and informative. The goal is for you to communicate important information and useful tools for the business's potential customers. 7. Develop an email marketing campaign and work on link building for the company. 8. Get on the social media. Use Twitter and other sites to help get the business out there. Create videos for YouTube.com and check out Facebook.com too. 
9. Work the business model on a regular basis. Remember, everything you do for these businesses, do for your own website too. This way, the business is able to grow and flourish with new customers. 10. Bill your clients and take full advantage of the growth in your business over time. Show clients what your skills and services have done for them. Creating a local social media empire is one of the smartest things you can do. There is very little competition. The number of people who go online to find the information they need continues to grow incredibly fast. Further, there is no doubt that small businesses need these services to stay operational in today's very difficult market. There is no downside to this business. Also important to note, there is no huge outlay of cost to get it started. In other words, you can open your doors tomorrow if you just pay for web hosting to set up your blog. That is all it takes to get your business started. However, keep in mind that internet marketing is not a set-in-stone type of business. It is continuously growing and changing. While the information provided here is all you need to get your business started and to begin profiting from it, over time you will need to use new tools and provide increasing services. New websites for social marketing will help to transform the way that you perform your skills. All you need to do is keep up to date on these skills. Watch the markets. Improve your skills while learning from others. If you take these steps, you will create the local internet marketing empire that will fund your dreams. This is a simple and straightforward new business model and one that you need no experience to get started in. Why not help your local businesses? 